Very well, thank you. No, great to see you. Just having a slight technical issue, so bear with me. I shall, uh, I shall, dr- I might, I might drop off for a moment. I've literally just come straight off uh, an excellent spaces with with Dave Swimbank, and uh, I suddenly realised it was one minute to the hour. So he's like, go, go, go. Um, so I may have to drop off for one moment, but I will be back. Yeah, no problem. And uh, you sound like perfectly and crispy clear, so the connection is perfect. Um, yeah, for everyone already listening, I can't uh, look right now uh, who is listening because I'm doing something on the site myself. Um, welcome. Uh, I hope we have a nice little discussion. Hey, Goon, what up? You want to come up here? Super Terra have, has to set some things up. We can chat in the meantime if you want to. I'm back. Yeah, can you can you hear me now? There was just a, just a slight technical issue. I think it's mainly because um, I I was trying to I'm, I'm using a new headset um, and also just trying to juggle a few things. Um, so thank you thank you for kicking things off. Always an absolute pleasure, Don. Uh, Goons, um, great great to have you on the on the session. Um, welcome to uh, our regular open spaces. Hey, hey thank you. Uh, I'm a hundred percent going to get rugged at, at some point in the next like 20 minutes. My girlfriend end up, end up calling me after her practice is done, but I'll, I'll hang out definitely. And we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm glad to be here though. Yeah, please, please prefer that to being in the spaces always. Uh, so yeah, great to hear you. It's the happy real life, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was so much easier just to hop on voice chat or anything. Yeah, yeah. Here, the dogs go. Hold on. Excellent. Yes, the dog sounds very excited to get involved as well. <laughs> um, so yes, I hope you don't get rug- rugged by 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 your good lady. But um, hopefully, we can we can uh, we can get into some good stuff. We've got potentially quite a few uh, folks coming in to talk about their projects. I mean, what I always try and do with these spaces is keep them very open, very fresh. But I guess to kick things off, since the last spaces I did, which was a week ago, at the moment I'm trying to do them every Monday. It's normally uh, 9 p.m. UK time where I am, um, which I think is this week at least 4 p.m. Eastern. I think it goes back to 5 p.m. next week because we've just gone into our daylight saving time where we get a bonus extra hour on the weekend to, uh, in my case, mop out a, a, a cellar that flooded thanks to some absolutely torrential rain. Uh, but <laughs> hopefully most people make better use of their extra hour. And, and um, in terms of the, what I've seen happen, really, I would say over the last probably 15, 16 days, uh, probably not, not you know, to try not to be too exact, is that I just feel like a sense of positivity starting to return to the, the crypto and the NFT space. And obviously, we're, we're seeing some of those rare green candles 
returning to the market as well, which is actually very encouraging. And which is likely um, what so I think brought it positivity set- back, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I, mean, I think for me, it was purely coincidental because I, I obviously I had my health related break and an operation and so on. So I stepped away for a while. And it seems like, oh, maybe maybe I'm, I, I'm signaling the start of the bull market by, by my health picking up. Who knows? I am joking, of course. I wouldn't read anything to those technical signals, probably about as trustworthy as those giant influencers who all disappeared at the end of the, um, of the last bull market. I'm sure we'll reappear and start talking about Lamborghini. Is any week and moon phases. I really you can't wait. The, the moon phasing and the people that traded after the real moon phases. Yeah, there were some very um, curious individuals. But what they seemed to have in common was they all disappeared when, when everything went a little bit quieter. Um, so I, I, I tend not to trust those big accounts. <laughs> but what I just wanted to do before I started rambling into incoherence was say I've just come off uh, a very good space um, hosted by, I've just seen Dave, Dave arrive, actually Dave Swimbank, had a really good, um, really good discussion. I joined about halfway through and I would massively encourage anyone listening to my spaces to join. Dave. He does a regular spaces three times a week. Um, really similar, refreshing, open format that, 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 that I always try and engender, which is, yeah, it's an open floor and anyone, anyone's welcome to join. So that's the spirit, that's the ethos. But what I just wanted to mention was actually today, and this, this is a sign of, of, of myself coming back to life, um, I, I had to switch over laptops and... Uh, I can't hear you cutting out. I don't know if it's only for me. I 100% thought I was getting a call. I'm like, oh, here it is. <laughs> Tara, you there? We can't hear you. Tara? Oh, I can, I can hear, I can hear him, but he's at like 10% now. Let me, let me DM him. I think his, maybe his headphones disconnected or something. Yeah, some guy, some guy here, but he can't hear us. Apparently. I do feel somewhat confident. Oh, there he is. Yeah, yeah. It keeps kicking me off my headset, which is. Probably slightly. Uh, I don't know if it cut, did it cut me out there. Um, yeah. No. No. You went. You went down to like ten percent. So we. We. Yeah. We, we basically. Oh yikes. Okay. So yeah. All I was saying uh, during my sort of little ramble, just to round it off, was that um, done two good, good. Um, yeah. Mint experiences today on two two different chains. One on Matic. One on one on Terra. 2.0 uh the one being the skeleton punks halloween mint which was uh i think cost something like one dollar fifty which is quite just a bit of a fun mint and the scriblets which is is a, a mint that's that's going towards supporting young artists which is which is running on on um polygon systematic uh Currency, but yeah, both smooth experiences, uh, and actually, just to close off my bit before we get into into getting everyone up from the floor, what I really liked about the the, the last mint that I've just done for the squiblets, they actually have a pay with card option, so they're really trying to bridge into if you like the non crypto space and encourage people to onboard and enjoy NFTs from a um, yeah, from, from 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 a fiat perspective, and I think that's really powerful. And the experience is really easy to do. So, and, and no one pays me to say any of these things. I always just say, if I like something, I will share it. You know my my philosophy. So, with 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 that in mind, Don, we'll get on to some of your exciting news soon. But we've got um, thank you, Goons, as well for stepping up. Great to speak briefly. But we've got we've got Bo Balls uh, who've stepped forward. Um, I did see your, your message the other day. So uh, great to have you up here. How's it going? 
Hey, how's it going, mate? Yeah, it's Coleman here behind the uh, PFP. It's Bobbles, Bobbles pronounced. Yeah, they get they get pretty t- they get touchy if you mispronounce it. They, they don't like it at all. So the little guys have got a bit of attitude. Oh, really? Yeah, it's good to be here, mate. Good to say. Well, you can forgive the Yorkshire pronunciation. <laughs> bobbles, it's Bobbles up here. But no, we're Eddie. In all seriousness, uh, Bobbles, Bobbles. I'll try to remember, <laughs> try to remember that one. Uh, no, great to see. You. I love it. Each time you come up, you have a different. Obviously, because you were involved in so many different projects, but I love it. I, you, so you catch me out every time, not in a bad way. So I know it's probably going to be you behind the behind the, uh, the PFP, but it throws me each time. So yeah, so so tell me more about Bobbles. What, what, what are these feisty characters up to? Yeah, I'd be I'd be absolutely happy to. Um, you know what? It's it, it's actually it's refreshing to talk about a project that is just based on fun and so simple. I mean, it's the simplicity of the project, um, which is. It, but how it came about is I was building Claytopians, which I which I spoke about the last time that I was on with you guys, which is an extremely complex and extremely optimistic project um, and has taken 13 months to get where it is now and drained me of all of my energy and almost all of my enthusiasm and money. And I think what happened was when you're, you know, uh, head down and arse up building something like that that is so complex and requires so much of your energy and kind of you start to lose track of the reason why you're in this industry and your love for the NFTs and, and you know, the, why we're all here, why we all originally found ourselves doing this. And that's how it came about because I, I just was just um, overwhelmed, you could say, with all of the, um, you, you know, when you're, most of you here, here will know what it's like when you're building out tokenomics and things like that, especially um, when it's like on-chain tokens for games and, and stuff like that. It, it's it's hard. It's it's difficult. It's complex, and it's it's boring as well. Sometimes it's really time consuming, and writing white papers and stuff like that, especially if they're in depth, can be really can drag your. It can kill the the most enthusiastic of people. You know, put it that way. So. Bobbles for me was just uh, a coming together of an artist uh, who I did some work with probably about a year and a half ago, and he ended up in my DMs and was like check this out, what I've been doing. And we started just going back and forth on it. I immediately, I mean, my world just kind of lit up and it dragged me away from the, uh, you know, the complexities of Claytopians and into this world of NFTs, which I'd missed, you know, I'd, I'd genuinely missed it. It had been such a long time since I had been involved with something um, that was so fun. And uh, yeah, so I decided just to keep the collection fairly simple initially we were just going to do 2000 and make it really affordable as well so i said well look let's just do it as a collection of 2000 we'll make it affordable um, we'll not promise any like major utilities out of the gate because that to be honest that's what happens often with larger projects you start providing promises of utilities and you start prov- provide promising more and more and more and the more you start promising the more complex the project becomes and it almost becomes like a weight around your neck and for me this was an opportunity to have a project which i could just really enjoy and really appreciate you know uh working in it every day and just feeling just kind of getting being buzzed you know just working in just building out something cool as opposed to something that's going to provide financial utility or um you know or you know a, a complex web3 game at the end of it or whatever you know so i mean 
Yeah, that's what it was all about for me, really, uh, Bobbles, getting involved in something that, and, and the multi-chain aspect of it came about later because initially, like I say, it was going to be a small collection of 2,000. And then I, I just thought to myself in a conversation I had with someone about the multi-chain aspect of some of the projects, you know, what they were doing. And also, uh, I apologize, my dogs are, uh, uh, yeah, we've got a killer chihuahua. There's obviously a prowler outside and she's determined to go out and tackle him face to face. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay, nice. No, all good. It's all good. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I kind of kind of don't want to monologue on, but like, um, yeah, I just um, that's how it came about. It came about for the fun aspect of it, and the multi-chain side of it came about later because I thought it would be really cool. As one of the kind of utilities of it, obviously of it, would be that people who mint bubbles and become part of that um, part of our family, in a sense, and part of our community, will get access to our Discord. Um, and then it just occurred to me that we'll be bringing these people from Stargaze into our kind of our home on Polygon in a sense, because they'll all be coming into our discord. And how cool is that? Oh, what a cool kind of, uh, what a kind of, uh, you know, thing to happen that was unexpected in a sense, because I said, look, you know, I really want to build this project out with you. I went head to head with the artist. We got it all worked out and sorted. And, uh, you know, in terms of the designs and things like that, and what we liked, what we didn't like, we went through all the fun stuff and then deciding where we were going to, mint um i'd seen wreck balls take a uh, wrecked gang take uh, the wreck balls over to stargaze and also well i have a lot of friends obviously from our days on terror so it kind of appealed to me to do something different and also polygon you know i just announced claytopians on that chain so for me to then turn around and say da -da, here's another collection you know i didn't want to it just seemed a bit weird it wasn't a good fit the i it just you know from a business point of view i just didn't think it was a sensible thing to do so that's why we picked stargaze but as, a, as an offshoot from that, what happened as a kind of a bonus thing is I started looking at the fact that we're going to get all these people from Stargaze coming into our Discord. And I was like, oh, that's going to be cool. And then my brain started going like, well, what if we did it on, you know, Immutable? And then we got a load of, like, we got like, you know, 1,000 people from Immutable come over to our Discord on Polygon. Or what if we did it on Terra? What if we did it on ETH and we got a load of... And that's how that's what happened. And that's how it became a 10K collection split, split into five collections of 2K on five separate chains. Because now the mission for the Bobbles became really clear. It kind of presented itself in a way. And it wasn't a forced utility. It was an organic, natural progression. Started off as a cute little 2K collection and then ended up being 10 10K, split into 2K across five chains. And their mission now is to get uh, 2,000 or, well, you know, I mean, if we got that, it'd be incredible. But our mission is to get as close to 2,000 as possible individuals from five different chains to come into our Discord and, and all under, under one roof. And I thought, well, wouldn't that be a cool thing? You know, wouldn't that just be something amazing to do so that's that's how that's that's what we're about and that's what i'm doing and i'm, I'm absolutely de i'm determined <laughs> i love the way that again uh you, obviously we had a really good chat a couple of weeks ago about claytopians i love the way that this has organically developed as well and uh, yeah, you started out like you say a collection of of, of, of 2k and one chain it's now become um potentially linking up five different chains my obvious next question because you know I always look for alpha um is is when 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 are you intending to to launch this um uh you know, mint phase of the project if you like 
Yeah, so we've actually got a solid mint date, which is abs- which is amazing. Um, so we've got a solid mint date of November the 17th on Stargaze. So that'll be our first chain. And I'm really stoked as well. And I'm really pleased that Stargaze is going to be our kind of Genesis chain, if you like, um, because uh, there's so many people there that I know from the old days on Terra. And it kind of feels like home. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of Kajirans over there. Um, and I've got a lot, obviously a lot of love for that chain. Um, yeah, so Stargaze, November 17th, really excited about it. And those guys over there on Stargaze, it was, it was three, three or four days and a few minutes each afternoon in a Discord to get it all thrashed out. They were that good. They were that on it, you know. Um, they just saw the vision, loved the art, um, loved the idea of the multi-chain scenario, um, which was one of my concerns. I was thinking, oh, some of the chains might not really want to buy into this. Uh, they were completely on board. They couldn't have been more on board yet. It's been a really cool experience. And like I say, we've got a mint date, so amazing, really. Fantastic. I'll get that into my diary. I feel like, I mean, again, something like that moving so quickly is, is really good. So in terms of Stargaze, yeah, I have, I have a soft spot for Stargaze. It's, um, it's a really nice chain. I've got quite a few um, NFTs in there. And there's a good community, like you say, as we were all kind of cast into different chains post the, uh, the big sort of terror implosion. It's kind of led to a really good uh, you know, cross-pollination. You know, I think about how this is why it's been such a nightmare losing. As I was saying on my last spaces when I was sort of popped up to, to chat on Dave's spaces. Um, I, I actually have lost quite a few. I'm sure there's somewhere somewhere on my emails or something similar. Um, you're not supposed to keep your private key. Yeah, you're not supposed to keep your private keys in certain places. Anyway, what I'm trying to say was I haven't found the uh, uh, the, the the keys to all of my wallets. So I'm trying to <laughs> re, re, reconnect myself. But that's uh, and the reason for saying that is it's an example of how much more um, kind of uh, spread out my own portfolio is now, if you like, of NFTs because I'm not just on one chain. I mean, or two chains or three even. Um, but this it's really cool. So so. Bobbles. That's going to take you. I just want to call it bobbles. It's probably some bobbles or something. It rhymes. But um, but, no, but that's great. So bob, bobbles. Seventeenth uh, of November for the first of the mints. And to get involved, um, you, do you do you, which which Discord? You mentioned there's a Discord. You kind of you're building out. Is that is that is that on the link that you've just put put on on the uh, on the chat? That's very yeah, nice just... art, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I mean, obviously, I, it's not my, me personally that's uh, that's produced it, but we work really closely together on the final designs, myself and the artist. But yeah, he's amazing what he's produced there. Um, the reason why we're called Bobbles, by the way, is because when I first looked at them, I said, they look like those bobble heads, you know, and that's how the bobbles and with the balls <laughs> at the end of it, because they are little balls, obviously, you know, it seems to be a trait of mine. So... Excellent. I like the link. Yeah, I remember the bobbleheads. There were some football ones that I collected a few of them in the 1990s, showing my age a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what happened to those. I lost them. But um, if anyone else remembers those ones, I don't think they actually moved, but they were like footballs in massive heads. There was like I a collection. <laughs> yeah, I remember them well. I remember having like, a, and I'll show my age because I remember having a Kevin Keegan one when I was a kid. There was a little bit oh, of wow. big head bobbling around on the back parcel shelf of my mum's Mad to three two three. I think. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, no, I just have these vague memories, and uh, uh, yeah, they've probably long since gone. Uh, but uh, they were very good, very good, excellent. Well, as, as this is an open spaces, and you know, Don, uh, it's great to see Don again. Uh, as my co-host and or, or, or goon, if you want to chip in, any questions for Bobbles? 
Um, yeah, uh, what is the mint date? <laughs> it's, uh, I'll say it again, it's uh, November 17th. I was going to say there probably isn't any, any questions at all after my monologue. <laughs> you, you've described it all very well. No, no that's great. And always, oh, always a pleasure, Colbert, to have you on any, any spaces. So thank you. Thank you very much for bobbles. I'll remember that now. Actually, it's easier now. I'm thinking of the bobblehead footballers. Um, that's actually helping me remember it. And Or the bobblehead Churchill dog, if anyone else remembers that from a few years ago as well. Again, apologies. These are very British references. <laughs> so as far as people go, what the heck's he talking about? No idea. But uh, yes, there was, there, was, there was a series of insurance company adverts with a dog that bobbled about. It just it was like a yes, 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 no, no, no. Um, and it, it was, it was they were quite nasty adverts, but they stuck in my mind. So clearly advertising works. <laughs> there we go. Hopefully we could get someone else up to rescue me in a moment. Uh, feel free. This is a, this is an open um, basis. Feel free to you want, uh, can, press request. You want, yep, go on, go on. <laughs> Please do, please do. It's been a long day, but a good day. I'm starting to get to that slightly crazy state. Uh, but no, it's all good. You, 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 uh, you take over, sir. Okay, so um, I don't, uh, I don't know. Should I, should I talk about general markets? Should I talk about the uh, the projects I'm I'm working on? I don't know. What What do you guys want to hear about? I'd be really interested. Well, I always welcome your views on the market. Obviously, with a massive caveat, none of this is advice. We had a really good conversation on this a few weeks ago, and uh, um, that would be interesting as a topic. But yeah, I am very, very interested in your new project. I've seen a lot of your tweets. Um, I know we're going to probably have a sort of a, um, a general catch-up ourselves anyway offline at some point in, in the next few days. But I'm really keen to hear more about um, what, what, what is you know taking a lot of your time and, and, and seems to be like building out to be a very exciting um uh, from what i can understand the yeah, bridging concept that's going to really change the market um yeah so give me give me two or three seconds of awkward silence to pin something and then i will start a little uh, shit and i will try to make it exciting and funny that, that all sounds good and i can fill the dead air whilst you're doing that uh, yes yes so i mean for context for those that, that um uh I don't know Don. Don and I have done quite a lot of spaces together over the last uh, couple of years, and I know he's been involved in a, a very exciting and huge project over the last few months. And um, I, along with everyone else, um, I'm keen to hear more about it and understand uh, some of the exciting things that are being developed. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's genuinely not me saying I don't know. It is me saying I don't know. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to hearing as much as I'm sure hopefully hopefully everyone else is as well. Okay, so. Um... Let me let me maybe begin with a little story. So m maybe 18 months ago now, a couple of devs that are really shy, only one of them even has social media and the others are like really these kind of guys that still play, you know, old school Nintendo games and don't like social media at all, but they are great coders. And they came together searching for a solution against tribalism. and. I think tribalism is a real problem in crypto. I think it does not help that we have maxis on, on certain chains because if you already get fire from all sides and even real authorities in the US government try to work against crypto, the last thing crypto should do is work against itself. That's really the last, last thing that should happen. So I really admired that idea when they approached me. And what they want to do is, 
or what they did because it's life. It's not like, oh, we will do that. It's life. Eight chains are supported. We can add every kind of chain. Doesn't matter if it's a Cosmos chain, if it's Bitcoin, if it's a Solana spinoff. Um, so what it is, is simply a one-stop shop. And what does that mean? Well, we want to simplify things. We want to save everybody time cost. Time can't be replaced. We all value our time. So what really is annoying is all the bridging, accessing multiple apps, finding the right liquidity, then looking if the pricing is right because of gas fees at that time, all that is really annoying and time consuming. So we thought, okay, what if we could unify all chains in just one very simple interface where you can swap all tokens of all chains and where you can swap all NFTs of all chains and you even can raise funds from all chains if you want, split it onto multiple contracts on multiple chains or just concentrate it into one chain. So this is like the concept in very, very short. And we accomplished so far before Mint to add eight chains to that, including layer twos. And normally layer twos have a problem that they take a week or so to be able to off ramp. Uh, that is because the transaction bonus have to be confirmed on the layer one, etc. But we found a way where you can bridge instantly. There are some other ways to bridge instantly, but ours currently has, to my knowledge, the lowest fees on, on the market. And it is possible from base to optimism to arbitrum. Um, we, will, of course, will add other layer twos and other L1s. Um, I would love to reach out to the Cosmos community. So if everyone, anyone listening right now has any contacts to any Cosmos chains that want to have complete cross-chain liquidity and be able to bridge seamlessly to all other chains, let me know. Um, and yeah, the last few days we partnered like with the three or one of the three biggest DEXs on uh, Arbitrum and Optimism and Base. And we integrated all their tokens and all their liquidity. So you can just select the chain on our app right now. And then you can just enter the contract address of the token you want to trade. And if it's on a chain that is supported, bam, you can trade the pair. The bridging is automated. The best prices are searched for all that. You simply have to select the, the, the service you want and then click swap. And um, yeah, I think I, I don't want to make it too long, but that's basically what what we have have done, and I'm 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 pretty happy and, and pretty pretty proud about it because I I grew up like in this idealistic phase of crypto during 2017, where people the OGs always told us about you know remember to be decentralized, remember that you know VC money is not always the answer, remember that you want to create decentralized money and money flow, remember you want to create ownership that is viable because it's neutral and not because it's controlled by a few and all that. So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to, to bridge some gaps between the chains because I think cross-chain is, is the future. You you won't have any arguments from me. I think that's been my mantra. And and despite my obvious uh, um, love of a particular chain, um, I've always been you know, of, of the opinion that um, you, know, you should look across multiple chains. And um, and and that's something I've always have done. And obviously, you and I have had many conversations about this. And I think that the maxi crowd, particularly the uh, the the, yeah, the Bitcoin maxis, uh, were, were the ones I always found to be extremely on. <laughs> Un, unwelcoming and almost, I think, you know, 
an exclusive club that perhaps misses the point of wider adoption. Um, and, and, Especially uh, yeah, if you look it's, at it's their, fees and their fees for Bitcoin is one tenth of the fees Ethereum is generating right now. So Bitcoin is the less mm. valuable asset to 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 validate right now. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's about that real use, real world use case and adoption uh, cycle. That uh, that if you become too kind of ring fence, yes, you're creating that kind of store of value, that digital gold, and good luck to anyone who has a lot of that. Um, but are you really creating that inclusive, uh, broader uh, network that's really going to grow and is really going to lead to broad scale adoption? Um, I think the answer is 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 just going to leave it leave it hanging there because I don't have the answer, but you can probably see where where my my head's going with that one. Uh, so, I mean, in terms of um, the, the project itself, um, are, are there any particular dates I could tease out of you for big announcements or releases or anything like that? Uh, mm, so we have a few other big integrations coming up um we are actively looking for other chains to in in incorporate and integrate um i don't know if i can spoil the exact dates let's just say there will be uh, another announcement in the next seven days guaranteed more likely two or three and uh, the mint date soonish very soonish and for people uh, that ask themselves why is there a freaking mint date this is a DeFi protocol um there already is a working protocol why should there be an nft well okay all right so the usually the basic idea of nfts was to to carry data not necessarily art but data that is unmutable and forever on the blockchain to verify something and we want to create a path that verified that you contributed to the protocol's initial liquidity to build its own bridge system, which is a little spoiler, which will be gas optimized and which will allow multi-chain uh, funding rounds. But um, it is um, hmm. no, I, I, I can't, I can't say more. I think I, I, I spoiled, I spoiled enough. I spoiled enough. Oh, that's absolutely fine. You know me. I always, always try to tease the alpha out, but I would never put anyone under so much pressure that you have to say, say things that you, you can't officially reveal. But I think what you're saying there is that's quite interesting. So I didn't realize that is that it's obviously it's, it's a DeFi protocol. So yeah, clearly I realized that because that's very obvious from, from your explanation, but I didn't realize there was also an NFT angle. And I think you made a really good point there that actually the original purpose of NFTs was about creating immutable data objects and and um, yeah, the I beauty mean, is that art is attached to them. I but mean, maybe, maybe, the, to the add one thing, maybe to add one thing. Imagine you could never, ever pay trading fees on all your trades on all chains. This would be a net win of maybe 2 to 5% on all your trades. This would be kind of a beautiful thing. So if this NFT would enable this use case and maybe even enable a limited form of revenue sharing that is possible by being founded in Europe where there are no clear regulations, then this would also be a beautiful thing. So it would be a really useful and, and viable NFT. That sounds really interesting. I'm certainly, I'd, I'd be delighted if someone could, could reduce the, uh, the fees on uh, ETH because it's, uh, 
you sort of buy something and then you sort of owe us an extra $50 for the privilege of doing your transfer. Thanks for that one. Feel really, really engaged in this is rather expensive chain. I know that it gets better and when it's quieter, it's, it's, it's less expensive, but it, it always used to get me. I think that's one of the things I used to love about Terra and indeed quite a lot of the other chains like Cosmos and so on. You're pennies, pennies to transact. Which is how it should be. Um, just to, Dave, just to great clarify, to have you up here. Course, I'll let you jump I in. Of course, don't yep. mean the gas fee because the gas fee is, is, is ah. of course, <laughs> uh, presented by Ethereum and we can't change that. I mean that they're usually in every swap you use, in every NFT transaction you use, there is a 2 to 5% ah, right. fee yeah. going to the exchange. But what if you could waive that and the exchange would access all DEXs directly from all other chains, you know? That would be pretty good. Got you. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, sorry, I was being here. Yeah, I was probably being a little bit facetious when I was talking about fees on ETH. That's all. But, uh, but yeah, but I'll, I'll give I'll give away to Dave. Great to see you here. Uh, really enjoyed my my little um, uh, chat earlier this evening as well. Um, always a pleasure to have you on 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 the spaces. I've got a couple of well, first of all, hello, thank you for the the lovely welcome and and the lovely words about my space earlier on anyone who's interested can check my pin for more information on that um i just want to say um there's others but umbria bridge at the moment if you're moving to eth um certainly if you're moving from matic or a couple of other chains um uh, like reduces the fees to get on it's not going to reduce your mint fee from a project um, but it's going to remove your fees or reduce them potentially to move them cross train um so just just something to look into and it's not the only tool it's just the one that i've always used and it's been about the longest and um, i do have a couple of things i'd love to share but but goon um hotshot gems was was up here before me and i don't want to i don't want to steal their spot no you're totally fine go right up. awesome thank you very much you're too kind sir um the the two things that i, I want to talk about is um, the squiblets and cartridge punks um two mints launches that i'm involved in right now um the squiblets first of all um this is a a, a project that is has been around for two years. Um, the Squibbles is the main project. Um, the Squibblets is uh, a part of that uh, bigger brand that's been broken off um, and is is dedicated at supporting five young artists in this space. Um, you may or may not have heard of these guys, but Anastasia, Jack Tuba, Rainbow Mosho, Rose Wolf and Teresa Melvin, they're all incredibly powerful young artists. They've all won awards. They've all been exhibited all over the place. Many of them have spoken at huge events. Um, and it's uh, just a, a fantastic uh, opportunity because I am part of the Squibbles. It's a fantastic opportunity to to not only uh, build brand awareness for us, um, but to support these young artists at the same time. Um, and a, pro a portion of every single mint is going to these artists. Um, the other thing that's coming with this project is exclusive Roblox access for holders um, to, to a gamified experience. Um, there are a lot of experiences that you can use, but very few of them are set up uh, for children uh, with safety and security in mind. Roblox has got all of that written in. They've been doing it for a long time. Um, so this is one of the ways that we also see ourselves reaching more young people in the future, because young people tend to do most of their interactions via YouTube or on console. And Roblox is that way into the console uh, market for the for the squibbles so it's um exciting to be playing with these things um the other thing the final thing is um anyone can mint these they're on polygon but anyone can mint them um, because you can use a credit or debit card uh google pay or apple pay um they're 10 matic they're really not that expensive i think they're about five dollars um plus 
whatever else uh, gets charged if you wanna if you wanna buy the the uh, on card maybe six dollars I think I saw Polygon at sixty two cents not so long ago so um, you know not not a massively expensive purchase and an opportunity to support some some young people in the space at the same time as enable us to carry on exploring. Um, and push towards our bigger goal of launching a, a TV show, um, which we've already filmed introductions to. Um, the next step is to, to film the animated part. And for those UK people, um, think a little bit like um, Tony Hart or Art Attack, um, but with like Poddington Peas or something like that mixed in at the same time, like a amalgamation of the two with like real life um, sort of aspect of it. Which is presented by a puppet called Frederick the Third, who has already done puppets, uh, has already got some stuff floating about on YouTube and Twitter, um, and then moving into an animated show that is based on the on the Squibbles, um, which is you know aimed at children, maybe five to eight primarily, um, but will will reach a much larger audience than that. That was certain of. Um, so I'll let you guys um, ask any questions you've got about that before I talk about cartridge bunks. I was going to chip in very briefly uh, when when you said about the kind of the the, the um, art type programs in the UK. Um, I know, and again, I don't want to diverse it too much, but when we had the Claytopians on the other week, um, the inspirations there were around the kind of the art programs uh, that uh, some of us grew up with as well. So there's a lovely uh, kind of parallel there. And uh, I mean, in terms of squibbles, I obviously I've watched um, the, you know, the development of the project, and you know, Jay, Jay's done a great job on that as well. And I do, I have just uh, minted today one of the uh, NFTs to help the young artists, which was a really, as I, as I think I mentioned at the very start, the space is a really seamless and easy experience, even for someone as, as, as clumsy as me. Um, so, so really good, really, really good um, piece. But um, yeah, I don't know if anyone else wants to sort of chip in with some some uh, questions ar around around that. Uh, that before Dave, as I say, moves on to the um, to talk about the, about the punks. I do love punk type projects as well, by the way. I guess I did a fairly good job explaining things. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. Um, and again, I think you've posted something up for that as well, haven't you? So um, anyone's interested, please do, do take a look at the pins. Um, so yeah, yeah, Dave, on to uh, the, uh, the cartridge punks. Yeah, thank you very much. This is very much a passion project built from two guys that were born in 1985, um, based around gaming. Um, and, and we've started with essentially 16-bit art. Um, we want to burn to evolve. Um, that's the long-term mechanic. And we want to take you through the video game eras. And we want to gamify as we go. We've started two builds that haven't worked out. Um, is what it is both of them were playable but not like playable by anyone else just playable in a testing format and they never went any further um this is the joy of being unbudgeted and um you know not coming in with a with a with a big uh pot to, to start building from you know essentially crowdfunding um which is what we did at, at fully at cartridge bunks it's fully sort of crowdfunded anything that's been built been built from scratch ground up etc um we have um given anyone that minted off of our first contract uh an nft that that is going to offer them perks rewards benefits forever um, that includes a, a free nft from our second collection cartridge bricks um and i'll get one up there with some of the art in it at the moment um the other thing we've done is for our holders that don't have that OG333 status, um, we've reduced the mint price today. This is a very sort of limited mint. There's only 666. 
in keeping with the season. Um, they're minting for six Matic 66 in keeping with the season. Um, and uh, we're just trying to have fun with it. As I said, it's a passion project. Um, the, the way we're looking at gamifying um, for, for the near future is via different tokenomics and we're going to be looking for our holders to, to offer input into that but but maybe thinking about group targets and, and what we can offer in reward at the same time by by using potential different token pools um beyond that again we just want to have fun uh, we're enjoying the art that, that's getting put out there um and um you know we it's again it's, it's sort of experimental and we'll be looking at other ways to gamify as we go through what we're doing um, we just don't want to. We just don't want to commit to anything at the moment because commitments that we've made in the past have gone, have gone bad. Um, Matt, he's very, very focused on um, Bitcoin as well at the moment. Um, so you know, we've got different experiences. We're trying to integrate different ideas, different chains, and um, there's um, some some talk about what we can do with bitmaps and and cartridge punks potentially. Um, but again, like the like the tokens, like the gamification. It's all up in the air and we'll we'll talk to our community um, about anything before we go ahead with it. And again, as I said, it's, it is a passion project, but it's one that, that both Matty and I are, are here for. Um, and, and it might take time to, to get going. Um, but we love the sort of retro art fit to it. And um, the ideas that have come about in, in trying to gamify so far have been exciting as well. I love the, the retro theme on that. And um, you mentioned as well on the gamification. So you're going to have a sort of an evolutionary project. Uh, obviously, the current mint being um, one that's, as you say, associated with the season with the 666. Um, uh, do, do you have any kind of um, timescales on the potential next stages or any any further teasers on, on on what the gamification process might look like? So, so what I want to do is introduce... Um, three different tokens and, and staking that offers different rewards and then get the community working together to reach goals um, to level up at the moment. And again, it's gamification that we can introduce in, in a way um, and, and sort of community building. Um, I want it to be slightly more than just staking because that's not true gamification. Um, but we're not we're not developers, so like you know the tools that we've got at our hands are, are very very limited, and want to be completely open about it. Um, but I also really really like the idea of playing with non I want to say like non financially backed tokens um, and, and trying to just sort of experiment with that and the economics like the potential game economics behind it. So. Again, truly sort of experimental. Um, and I'd like to think this year, but I've got to lean on Matty to do a few things and we need to find a couple of solutions. So, um, again, the discussion is going to be up and about in our Discord. Um, we, we are already looking at solutions and it's just about trying to find the right one and making sure that we can then deliver uh, what we want to do before we commit to it. Sounds great. And uh, obviously, as always, uh, wish you the very best, best of luck with that. I'll certainly be checking out when you get to the uh, the, the public phase of the Mint um, and uh, and uh, we'll be uh, looking to take part. All being well. Um, I'll, I'll give way to Bobbles. Hi, Dave. Um, it's Coleman here, obviously, <laughs> again. Um, yeah, thanks for that. Just a really cool. Um, I tried to click the link in the thing that you... Yeah, the link that you put up the top for the Cartridge Punks public mint goes live 17 hours and four, four, four minutes. 
but it wouldn't allow me to it wouldn't allow me to follow that link i just wondered if there's anything else that i need to do because I, i'm quite keen to quite keen to do that no i think it's um basically it's a shortened link so i think there might be an issue with that one so um i'll find i'll see if i can find another a tweet or send something to you directly um because it's it's the it's a link directly to the the third web ipfs um mint link um and if you put that out it puts the whole contract address out in the link and means you've got no room for anything else in a tweet so um yeah i think it's, it's one of those websites that shortens links for you that, that's causing that problem um i'll i'll find it do you want it which do you want it to your coleman account yeah that'd be perfect mate absolutely brilliant cheers thank you very much i will get that done Cool. I, I'm just going to say I totally relate to what you're saying. That it's quite fun to work in a project that doesn't have. It's an interest. The statement that you said was very interesting. It resonated with me. It's quite fun to work in a project that doesn't have a load of money behind it because sometimes and that's exactly my point when I was talking about bubbles earlier. Is that when you get a project like Claytopians, which is got you know I've got that 3D design studio invested in me and the project. It's a hell of a lot of pressure. You know, it, it's it and to do something that's fun and it's got a bit of simplicity to it. And it's going back to that old, uh, you know, that old vibe, that NFT vibe that we all used to have back on, uh, back on terror in those days. It's definitely refreshing, mate. It's definitely the thing that I think we need it. Don't we, we, we need it because otherwise it's just all seriousness. It's all about the money. And I think, you know, there, there's never a truer saying than, than money corrupts because I think, it, uh, it definitely does. And when you're working in a creative industry, if you have that, you know, constant, constant, uh, uh, you know, need, I guess, uh, for, to, to produce and deliver for investors or partners, which are expecting you to bring up your, your end of the bargain, if you like, your end of the deal, to do something which is just based around the art and simplicity. Yeah, I definitely get that, mate, 100%. Well, we've had to take it back to that for exactly what you're saying like and and this is what this this whole space does to you right it it gives you this external expectation of pressure that you need to be doing something all the time otherwise you're irrelevant or you're pointless or people aren't going to be interested and i think the having the starting to build two games like and and probably starting to build them with like playable levels and stuff like we would made commitments that we then can keep to so we've had to to take this completely back and just be like, no, this is a this is an experimental passion project from two people that are seriously invested in this space um, and decentralization and what that could mean for people. And it does, and it, it might mean that something doesn't happen for three or four months, and that's okay. And I'm never going to be sitting there worrying about Matty not being committed. And I think that's one of the other problems. Like me and Matty are just so like we know each other so well. Um, we we like we just like we know we're going to be about in the space. So if we're not talking cartridge punks, it's not a concern for either of us because we know we're not going anywhere. Um, and I know a lot of people say that, but like that's what then led to a period of inactivity was that that pressure that you've just spoken about um, and that understanding that that we're just here for the space. So that is you know it's not a concern to either of us, and then not forgetting that. That could be concerning to any number of other people. Um, so yeah, no, thank that, you. For that, that should be concerning to nobody, bro. If you need a break, this space is so brutal. This space is so unforgiving. People have very high expectations. If you need a break, you gotta take it. If you gotta refocus, you gotta refocus. I mean, I, I 
I'm I'm not here since forever, but I'm here since six years. So like people gotta take breaks or they they will break, you know. So you take care of yourself for sure. Uh, thank, thank, thank you, guys. Thank you for the understanding. And that's I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'll listen to whoever else is here to talk now. Well, I mean, I'd certainly echo that as well. And as someone who, you know, for various reasons needed to uh, not step away fully, but needed to dial it down for a while, I, th I think it's it's always important. And the number one thing I say, and I often put it on my tweets as well, your health is your wealth. And it's not just a phrase. It really means it, you know, physical health, mental health. It's so, so important to remember that. And um, I think, you know, what brought me into this, this was wonderful world of communities and NFT as a people. Uh, and, and that is just so powerful. But at times it can be quite um overwhelming if you're not careful you know i think at one stage i was talking to, to dave about this um, last week or the week before i was doing seven or eight spaces a week and don't get me wrong i was absolutely loving it but uh other factors outside the space you know do cause their own pressures and you just have to remember sometimes to step to step back and it doesn't matter what what you talk about in life if, if you've got those moments where you need to step back and put yourself first it, it's it, it's a hard thing to do but uh, sometimes you need to do it. But I think in terms of what I really like, and um, I mean, there are a couple of uh, little passion projects that I've worked on, some, some of which have never quite got to the light of day yet. But there are some other ones that I think will come, come through over the next few months. What resonated with me was the, it doesn't matter if you're not talking about it, every week or every day but it will happen and 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 I'll say that that I'm certainly I'm sure that resonates with someone who's on this call right now in that, that there are things that that are being worked on slowly and surely and they're not necessarily about you know the the, the big thing it's about just doing something because you're passionate about it so um I would say watch this space but don't watch it too closely because it might be a few months before anything emerges but that's something that, that I'm I'm personally uh, happy about and and actually thank you Dave for reminding me that you know some of those half finished scripts if you like in a metaphorical way uh, that you just want to pen and finish are very important so uh, um, I'll, let, I'll let I'll let Don step forward and then we will um, bring obviously Carl's been very patient we'll bring you forward very soon I just wanted to say um, maybe some alpha that is super terror related because he's a great guy and I can't show him enough like he should have 200 listeners here right now but um, we actually worked on an audiobook for the Boki NFT, which is a pretty cute adventure time inspired NFT. And there is like there are two chapters that are already produced and ready, and one is live, and the other one will go live as soon as I have the time to to market it properly. Because I don't want to just post it and it gets lost. I won't give it the proper attention. Yeah, absolutely. I wasn't going to say, but I think was it about probably four or five months ago now, um, maybe longer. Um, I, I started to uh, narrate um, some audio books and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Something I'd never done before. And, and, and uh, Don asked me if I'd be the voice, and uh, it was fantastic fun. Um, I've, uh, I realized he's I've the got perfect a massive... narrator, isn't he, guys? Like he has the perfect voice to narrate audio books. It's just a fact. But what I did find really good was I, I sort of 
obviously it's all my own voice, but I had to think about the intonations. And um, when you sort of read the same same script a few times, it flows through. But it was this a little tweaks, a little quirks. And I know Don, you and I are working on the audio side to improve it. But I think that's why I kind of mentioned that without mentioning it is that we've worked on this for some time, and it is it is a passion project in that sense. Of course, there's the other project as well, uh, which is related to that, which is also audio related uh, and it's great fun it, it's it's very enjoyable to do and and hopefully uh, they will uh, they will uh, get the full glory treatment in 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 time ahead but it, it's uh, it's just something very exciting that we, we've both um have been uh, have been doing sort of as, as a kind of side side project and actually i've probably done that throughout the whole of this year actually that's been one of the constants i've done even when i've been fairly quiet on the spaces so uh, so no, it's good fun um so yeah probably a nice way to, to round off this section and, yeah dave's passion project and also bobble's been a really nice passion project i, li- I like the flavor of tonight's um uh, spaces. I always do. You know, it doesn't matter what topics we cover. It's always really good to flow. And it's amazing how often you find those little connections and synergies between the different speakers as well, which is fantastic. So Kyle, always an absolute pleasure to see you, sir. How are you? Well, I, I wasn't sure if Hotshot James had had a shot here. Can I just check in? I didn't know if I'd heard from them. No, no, we're just, uh-huh. we're just flowing right now. Just go for it. I'll tell you what it is. Um, on my screen, I actually can't see all the speakers. I do apologize if I've uh, cut you in line, as it were. Uh, being British, we, we always queue, so we, we don't like people jumping in. So, no, uh, but please uh, go ahead. Uh, I'm very happy as well for, for Kyle to pause. But, yeah, for some reason, I actually can't see you on my screen, which is really strange. You go hot shot if you've got the time there, buddy. I'm happy to wait. I'm just sitting here. It's early no, morning. I, I, honestly, honestly, I don't even have anything for you. I just came up, I came up to support Don a little bit, came to learn a little bit. You know, I like learning about, because uh, I'm mostly, I would say, ETH. But, like, I, I like being and knowing about the different things that are going on, because there's so many things going on on different chains and different projects, different people. So I really love learning about all the different things that are going on. So, no, go right, go right ahead. He's a great guy. Please give him a follow. Well, good morning from the southern part of the globe, where there's a significant amount of craziness going on down here, but uh, nothing in comparison to the rest of the world. It's uh, it's nice to see everybody. I did have some rapid-fire questions, kind of just to quell my curiosity and do some confirmation. So if it would be okay, I just I wanted to ask um, Bubbles what the mint date was for the stargaze can you please confirm that again yes mate it's uh november it's good to good to hear from you by the way it's always uh it's always a pleasure to uh to get a, to get an opportunity to chat uh, uh the two of us um it's november 17th thank you very much that's really good and dave i heard you talking bitmap is i'm trying to draw the connection between people with uh, recognizing the space but you're saying that you're working with Mediverse with bitmap on the cartridge punks, is that correct? Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I, I hold Bitcoin, but I'm not into the into the ordinal bit bitmap community or ordinal and bitmap communities at all in any way, stretch or shape. And uh, but Matty's very heavily invested over there um, as a creator. So is is there any way that we can we can work the two together with cartridge punks being a polygon project? So um that that's the link there and um i am interested in bitmap and and ordinals i'm just like i am at capacity um and i'm not going to shy away from it 
Yeah, me too. I've heard this young Maddie speak in a couple of spaces and really impressed with his knowledge base. And I've got a couple of friends from the Kadena slash Terra, you know, slash Polygon space um, that are that are utilising this technology that Bitmap is presenting to the world. And I think it's I'm very much like you, Mike. My capacity to for intake is a bit restricted and limited at the moment, just because I hear people talking about taking a break in the space. I I look to take a break in the space about five times a week, you know, with some of the bullshit that goes on in here. But um, but uh, yeah, um, a bitmap is something that I when I heard you talk about that connection there, it, it's quite intriguing because um, uh, um, I, I just I'm getting to the point where. Uh, broad spectrum of NFT projects across multiple chains is becoming a little bit tiresome. You know, I've got, I'm probably across five, six chains, excluding Cosmos chains itself. But um, yeah, that's very interesting. Thanks for that. I'm, I'm very interested to follow how that develops. Um, and then, Don, I forgot what my question. Oh, my question to you was. Um, I remember you and Superterra talking about this project that you were working on together, and I'm gathering the fact that this is more information on that that's just come to light, so I appreciate that. But are you building on Terra 2.0, did you say? Um, no, I'm, I'm working currently on a, on a cross-chain protocol, so we can integrate Terra if they approach us if they want so then like it would be no problem but um for the passion projects uh, where i work with Terra together on some audiobooks um i likely will use the chance to launch them cross chain through chain arc in the future but this is all just me spitballing right now so uh, I can I can neither confirm nor deny. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. I just because um, I'm still heavily plugged into the Terra community. You know, we don't we don't sort of dismiss one another. The elegance of the people and the sophistication of the conversation that came from the Terra community is hard to match in any other ecosystem that I've found. I mean, I'm not I'm not by any means tribalistic, but I just uh, I have a real passion for the people that. You know, I got to meet and have developed friendship with over the last three years, regardless of the financial situation. So, yeah, thanks very much for the space, um, Mr. Super Terra Man. It's nice to see you. I love that you've you've held on to Super Terra. It's uh, it's, a, it's a tribute to the last or to all your efforts over the time. Yes, it's one of those. I did debate. I think um, post the, uh, the the kind of the downfall of, of Terra 1.0 and, and everything that went with it. Do I change the name? And I sort of joked. I think Ocko was one of the people I spoke to. Do, do I change my name to Super? multi-chain or something like that but actually it's probably just it's a bit of an origin piece for me that that's where I was and and um, I think I think the only thing that and it hasn't been a problem actually recently it was initially was those kind of absolutely insane people the lunk uh, individuals I had a lot of really really weird DMs so after the collapse of uh, Terra 1.0 um, uh, where uh, the uh, the lunar token went to so many 
billion to the dollar or something insane. And then these crazy people decided that they'd just buy these bags off the ground and that they would somehow you know, make a fortune if Terra got, sorry, if, if Luna got to a, to a dollar. And I got some really weird, because of course, with my uh, uh, handle being Terra Lunatics as well, I had some really weird DMs from those guys. Nothing rude, it was just almost quite the opposite. It was a bit, a bit cult-like. But none of these people I'd seen in Terra 1.0. And yet they'd have these massive spaces, if anyone remembers this, massive spaces with all these people trying to get basically the repeg. And I was like, who the hell are all these crazy people? I think they were literally uh, just grifters trying to pump their bags, man. They just bought the bottom where we all were already like broken and had given up mostly, you know, and then they just thought, hey, let's pump it, you know. So yeah. yeah, and it was weird. This 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 burn club and everything. I just thought, right, I may sit in stage left very quickly. And that, that that was the only time I thought about changing the name. But then of course, a really nice out of the ashes, you know, Phoenix uh, opportunity emerged. When you think back pretty quickly for the Terra two point oh, and I know it's not got to anywhere near the the heights of the original chain but it has kept some of the sophistication and obviously tfl are still going i was on a really interesting space uh two or three weeks ago just as a listener um about some of the things that are being developed uh, and obviously there's some great um innovations that were born out of the old um uh, terra 1.0 chain as, as as you mentioned kyle you know that we've seen you know really move forward so that innovation that spark I think has definitely um, been shared into other chains. But I think it's important to say, you know, despite the name and everything, um, of course, I'll always have a massive affection. And it's absolutely the same as you. I met some, so many wonderful people, but I met many more wonderful people um, now that I've gone into this, you know, this new, um, you know, very, very broadly cross-chain world. And what I, what I would do like to remind people of um, Terra was all about linking chains. And actually, if they hadn't been so keen on linking, bridging chains, it might still be here because I think they, they, they created the bridges too soon when you think back. And whilst the, uh, the numbers sounded quite significant in terms of the, uh, the funds and the backing, um, as soon as you open the floodgates of, of you know, mass movement and you haven't got that uh, balancing mechanism, it's easy to say with hindsight, and this is hindsight, um, I, I wonder if they, they move too quickly. You know, there's an argument if you look through history, the first mover is often the one that um, you know, takes the pain. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll never know. I mean, I think um, the, the, the mind of Do Kwan and others, um, I think they had some brilliant ideas. I just think they, in some senses, overstretched. We didn't realize. I mean, I, two days prior to the whole thing going down, I remember being at one of the few in-person events that I've ever been to, and we were all kind of quite giddy about the excitement of Terra's future. And less than 48 hours later, I was um, just scratching my head as to what happened. I mean, it, it went so quickly. Uh, I'm sure Bubbles Coleman has a lot to, to potentially add on this one, so I'll, I'll, I'll give away. I can see your hand. No, it's cool, mate. I, I won't sort of, uh, I won't rattle on for too long about it, but I just wanted to say that one of the things that I definitely observed about the situation, that this death, this, um, it is shined a light or it highlighted the fact that sometimes too much communication or too much information is not necessarily a good thing. And I think what Doe was trying to do in those uh, closing 
Well, in those months, he didn't realise they were closing months, but, you know, he was coming under quite a lot of pressure to be in the sort of public face of it. You know, he's doing all these interviews, he's out there, he's getting these videos uploaded and he's, and also like, um, you know, his cockiness and flaunting it and things like that. But we won't go into that side of it. But one thing I did think about was that the fact that he was advertising the fact that he was buying this Bitcoin, you know, uh, just bought another billion, you know, just bought another, you know, 100 million Bitcoin, just bought another 50 million Bitcoin. And I mean, hindsight like you say is a great thing but like when he's advertising it out there of course of course there's people out there they're going to be taking note of everything he's saying and thinking well thank you for that information we'll we'll use exactly what you've told us to take you out and not only that advertising almost to the second almost to the minute when he was going to you know pull, take the 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 uh, the funds out of uh, the 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 curve pool and move to the uh, i think it was pool 4 and uh, you know uh, opening that almost opening the gate you know for the for the exploit to take place in that sense and, and i'm sure he'll kick himself for for many 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 years to come more than likely but but well you know like you say hindsight's a wonderful thing but what what a shame yeah what a what a shame because who who knows what it might have become if that hadn't happened but there you go it just goes to show like and i always say this in the nft space when you're building something with complexity like claytopians for example sometimes it's just good to keep it zipped not say too much say i know that goes against your principles uh super terror because i know that you're always trying to drag the alpha out but sometimes it's just good to just keep some information to yourself you know um that if ever there was a finer example i don't think there. you know if ever there was a good example i think that definitely is one for sure i think you're absolutely spot on and, and obviously i'm not going to pretend i knew at the time so i didn't as i say i, I was as caught out as everyone else was but i think yeah when you think about do kwan was dropping more than just breadcrumbs to 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 give uh, huge clues to those that would do him ill because he seemed to have, he seemed to attract um, a very again a very British reference coming now a very Marmite approach that um, he was either loved by some people or really hated by others um, I was obviously in the love camp because you know I really loved the technology and what he was developing and some of the clever protocols and that's what I have actually missed the most and I realised that today when I was uh, fiddling around with various wallets and trying to get them working, thinking, good God, do you remember how easy it was with Terra? It was so simple. Check Chainark. It told the devs to make the interface super smooth and they did check it. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I, so, I totally agree. And, uh, I will definitely be checking out Chainark and I know we're going to have a, a catch-up offline at some point very soon and, and um, I'm going to learn more about it. I'm sure we'll do a perhaps some more dedicated uh, spaces on it as well. I think it sounds like a very exciting project. But I think for me, um, the ease of use is such a massively important part of anything in everyday life. And it comes back to what I often say about crypto. If you make it highly complex, I was, I, was, I think I was on the spaces the other week trying to work out um, how on earth I purchased um, some Kajira. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> working via osmosis and various other things. And um, someone did step up and recommend a, a, a swap mechanism, which, to be fair, worked well. And I was very impressed with it. I mean, T FTM or something? I can't remember now. It's a three-letter acronym. Um, um, I've got it on my other other the machine which is not in front of me right now. So now I appreciated that bit of advice. But still, <laughs> the complexities of trying to get through that 
um, it's it's not easy, uh, and I think we need to break that down. So it does sound like your uh, your project on is going to help with that. And um, finally, just to close off on 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 uh, Coleman slash uh, bottles tonight. That's that's your uh, um, uh, your your PFP for the night. Um, revealing too much is definitely something I don't want projects to do ever um, it is actually you know it's always done with a bit of a tongue in cheek but I just love that, that little bit of extra that's revealed it's positive extra so if it's something about a mint date or something about a, a collaboration even if you can't say who it's with but a clue around something coming or extra utility that's being developed it's always quite nice to to to, uh, to do that and that's something I, I really do uh, welcome and appreciate so I've just got to say we are sort of getting towards the end, but uh, really good to see another old face that uh, um, I haven't spoken to for, for, for many a moon in Frecky has now has now joined. Also good to see Optic in the, in the crowd as well, and uh, uh, Dirtbag Dave who, who was who was on uh, uh, Dave's face and had me in stitches with his description of his latest mint. So no, it's really good, really good to see uh, you know so many folks coming forward, and I know that um, yeah, we're not getting the huge numbers that we got of a couple of years ago but the same as you know dave's approach um it's not about the numbers it's about the interest it's about the quality and uh, so it's great i'll talk to one person or i'll talk to a thousand um i'm quite happy just talking to the small groups because you know you just get so much value from it um so i'm gonna certainly getting quite late my time and i have had a very long day uh, not least because of the uh, flooding for those of you who perhaps join me at the start of this uh, it's been uh, it has you on edge when it's raining heavily you're like is, is the roof going to hold? Is the water going to stay out? And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's not fun when it's happening, but um, and living in a leaky old house that I do, it's, it's never the driest. But no, but what I was going to say was if anyone else wants to step forward, probably on for a few more minutes, and we'll do a little bit of a sort of a, a round the group um, close out. Uh, I'm going to pose a question. I haven't done this actually on, on the new series yet. So the question is, and, it, and again, it's, it's not about, advice or anything and um, if you were to think of you know the, the heights of the delights of, of of the excesses of the top of the bull market where someone could just produce the most garbage project that would mint out in seconds uh, no one on this group i know would do that um to the time where things are very quiet things are very very slow where, where do you think we are in the cycle in terms of um, I'll, I'll, I do feel that we're starting on the up curve, but I'd like to know where, where you think we are on the cycle. And then this is this is the main part of the question. When do you think we'll reach the next peak? And there's no right or wrong answers. So I'll take that round, round, round the floor. And then if anyone else wants to step up to, to say last remarks, otherwise we'll close out after this. Well, you're venturing into some pretty tough ground. I hope I'm not speaking over anyone here. Um, I think the, you good. You okay, good. Okay, I, I saw Don was unmuted, but I didn't know if I was talking over him. Sometimes just Twitter thing creates a bit of a complication. I think at the moment that uh, you know the NFT scene, I think there's real low liquidity. Uh, I think that it may present as a little bit of a concern for projects that are building quality utility ventures in the space at the moment. That uh, we may see that they won't re they won't achieve. The best that they can just simply for the fact that there's low liquidity i think the market conditions that we look for in this alternative financial system are probably and most likely dictated to by the traditional system and with the global instability that we've got going on at the moment you know i think we've got knife edge 
um, potential at the moment for potential recessionary complications globally that may you know impact against this uh, this space. I think projects are, are struggling with liquidity themselves, you know, so they're having to sell at a very low price to be able to afford to keep the lights on. And, I mean, I don't want to sound all pessimistic on the thing, but I think it's just a reality that we're not all fluffy rainbows and butterflies. And, you know, I, I look at it from an objective perspective um, and, and see there's a lot of complications going on in the global markets. Um, but, you know, we, we have an expectation and I, I take great credence from the people ahead of us. You know, I remember speaking with Coleman the day of the Tesseract um, from the Bull Club uh, sale and he was telling me his story through this space and it gave me a lot of hope that we will see, uh, you know, the halvening next year. So I think, me, I think we'll see the height of the bull run probably... Quarter to twenty five. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, that's a tricky question. There's no right or wrong answers, but I think you're right to to think about the tailwinds that are currently uh, blowing. Uh, I'll, I'll give way to Dave. I'm still a big believer in cycles, but um, and if you believe in cycles, you're looking end of Q1, Q2, 2025, um, or the end of Q3, beginning of Q4 2025 for, for the height of the next bull, um, slowly increasing to that from the end of Q2, beginning of Q3 next year. Um, but we've never had a cycle uh, where the base interest rate has been anything other than zero. Um, and that's what makes this one super, super interesting for, for multiple reasons. Um, and, and everything could just be timed magically. Like <laughs> it really could, like everything could come together absolutely gloriously in terms of uh, what happens in the bond market, what happens with um, interest rates and base rates, uh, what happens with the oil market. Um, and, you know, fingers crossed, there's no more, you know, massive global conflicts um, in between now and then, not just for the Bitcoin market, but for the, you know, other ridiculously horrific things that happen alongside it um but you know back to the the analysis like i say i'm i, I still think that we'll see a cyclical thing and we'll see it similarly to last times where as a percentage it's x amount lower than the last cycle but we're still going to see some big increases um it's just going to be really really interesting how the external macroeconomic climate plays out and i don't think this etf is going through at the moment i really don't personal thoughts um I know there's plenty of people out there that will tell you otherwise, um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think that's happening at the moment, and I think what we're seeing at the moment, um, you know, dies down a little bit before before we get into that proper build up to the book. Interesting. No, very interesting. Thank you, Dave. Now, always enjoy your thoughtful analysis, um, Don. I can see you got your hand up, and I'm guessing you got rugged temporarily there. Yeah, something was wrong because an alarm went off on my phone and it kind of killed the spaces. So I had to rejoin a couple of times before it worked again. But because um, the others spoke on the like longer term economic picture for like multiple quarters, maybe I will focus on the midterm. So midterm last year, we bottomed out around December and then the uptrend started 
during the holidays into the Chinese New Year. Binance was heavily cashing out, you know, uh, they are swapping between stable pairs with low liquidity into Bitcoin price to increase the Bitcoin price. Um, and they, as far as I know, doing this again right now. Um, I haven't checked uh, the chain though, so I would have to like, would have to check the chain. Um, but yeah, um, and that's uh, the reason I think um, we likely will have like this Goldilocks moment of going up into the halvening FOMO and the halvening will be front running mid a bit. And I don't think, think we will see a new all-time high. I just think midterm we can see uptrend price development, especially since like a corridor was clearly broken by, you know, going over 32 that extremely and that impulsive. So yeah i think this is like the midterm outlook and macro economically i pretty much share like exactly the same thoughts as the speakers before it's very unclear what's going to happen yeah we had like uptrends during wars before um like if, when america was in, in in vietnam or so the economy still thrived but um right now it's it's pretty pretty spread thin and and um there are like multiple power shifts on its way. Um, the BRICS nations are standing stronger together and all this insecurity, you know, influences trade, influences the willingness of strong investors to invest in risky IPOs or something like that, which will trickle down to crypto. So, yeah, very unclear what's going to happen long term. I think, I think another thing that people haven't like touched on either is Okay, like I don't want to say this is different, but because I haven't been around like for a while, but but it feels like it's different because of the legislation stuff that's happening in the U.S. Because I know you know they don't want to get left behind because I mean, all the stuff that's happening with China legalizing Bitcoin and this that and the other thing. Like they're not going to want to get left behind. They know how much money is in it. On top of the fact that all of the other like I mean, you got BlackRock within the in the ETF. Like they pretty much speak for every big uh i don't know monopoly basically company that is out here and if they're dabbling in crypto then and, and blockchain then it's only a matter of time in my opinion i mean to be fair they they have been that's maybe like some 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 like older knowledge again the the investment arm of the cia and other government affiliate entities have been mining bitcoin for a long time so they already have a lot and they also confiscated a lot of Bitcoin, adding their whole share would likely be the biggest share of Bitcoin. So, um, yeah, that just added concerning only Bitcoin, concerning all other currency. I think you completely agree. I think especially ETH could be looked at with very interested eyes from from big money. <laughs> Interesting. That's that's a really good angle that you've brought in there as well. Yes, in terms of the, the the established powers and their desire to have their large slice of a very large and growing cake, I would suggest. Uh, Bobbles, Coleman, um, I, I, I think we can give you the last word. No, it's good. My last word is to, to, is to agree with Dave. So, uh, yeah, I certainly agree with Dave. I think um, Q1, Q2, uh, 2025, uh, we could be looking at it. I think we're certainly in the in or around the bottom of this uh, of this cycle, and I'm also a firm believer in cycles as well. So, 
I remember 2017, I think it was, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we were in the bottom of the cycle about two years prior, weren't we? Or a year prior, at least. No, two years prior in the bottom of the cycle, a uh, year and a half, maybe. Yeah, I, th- I, I agree with Dave on it. That's what I wanted to say. I, th- I think that we'll be looking at it then without being, without being overly sp- specific. I think, uh, I think Q1 2025, we could be looking at the next, uh, the next ball. But, but like you say, macroeconomic uh, influences at the moment are like, we, it's like nothing we've ever, ever seen, is it? It's like nothing with it. We're on the brink of World War Three, some say. So who knows what might happen, you know, God, uh, God forbid. Yeah. Especially for us time. Europeans. Yeah, especially yeah. for uh, me and Tara, it would be like pretty bad, you know. We are not that far away <laughs> from one yeah. of the conflict hurts. So, yeah. Yes, it's, um, it is sobering. And I, I know um, there, there's been some really interesting Discord chats um, I, I've been in recently where people have given a very sober reflection of, of what's going on in the world. And certainly I've had a, a few... Uh, interesting conversations with friends about about the, the challenging uh you know personal situations some people are finding themselves in it's um yeah it's uh, it, it's a challenge um it really is a challenge but it was meant to be a light-hearted question since that it feels like the, the the crypto space is picking up but we can't ignore the macro factors and i i for one always normally mention those um I, I'll, I'll give away again to kyle I just wanted to say the most enjoyable conversation of substance that isn't based around substance that I've had in a very long time in the crypto space. So thank you very much. Uh, absolute pleasure. Thank you to everyone. I think this, this for me, obviously, this is only the, um, the third one I've done since my, my return, season three, part three, if you like. Uh, this has been a thoroughly enjoyable um, discussion uh, and very wide ranging. And my intention is, again, th- these will happen weekly. Um, I've also got a number of um, potential project conversations ongoing where where. Again, for those of you who sort of listened to me previously, I do occasional ones where it'd be almost like a one-on-one interview with questions from the floor. So I'm keen to start doing those again. But yes, the um, and the general educational ones, um, I, I did a, a huge number with um, Simon Chadwick. Um, his time zone difference to me makes it extremely challenging, but I've, I've um, offered him up a suggestion of, of perhaps you can find an alternative time to restart those. I know he's ridiculously busy with his platform launch as well, but it'd be great to, uh, to to get that back on the road as well in terms of, because those are, this has almost felt like one of those sorts of conversations that I had when, when uh, Simon was heavily in, the, in, in these spaces. He obviously has a, a very much broader general crypto background than I do. I'm more on the NFT and art space, but I do enjoy these 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 deeper discussions. So uh yeah. Um I will be uh doing this again uh for certain next Monday uh nine PM uh GMT, I had to think so just the clocks have just gone and it's my intention as well to start doing more of the project related spaces as well as as and when appropriate. But I, I just enjoy, as you all know, um just these these great interactions. So lovely to see faces old and new, both um, up speaking and also in the audience. And I will do a an in absentia thanks to um, Terra Spaces. Um, Finn often will pick these up afterwards and, and will capture them and archive them, which is very very good of him. And uh, we'll make sure that uh, that that's 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 shared so that more people could listen back later. And obviously, as soon as this is over, I'll, I'll share the recording around as well. So thank you everyone and as i always like to end off have a wonderful rest of your day 
evening, morning, afternoon, depending on where you are in the world. Picking pockets, osmosis, down only prognosis Motherfuckers like to keep their bags locked, they bag holding We just rock at the omens, awkward like these implosions You net with at the bottom by the ocean gate Salty ass people, they rusty and that shit's corrosive Meanwhile, we just trying to venture in the moment Laughing at these over-emotional cats and ocean Oh, and gaddies on the raggies turning cosmos into Kosovo Diamond hands run around like chickens with their heads cut off Turkey gal showing them right where they supposed to go The dopes makes the poison, watch these plebs overdose Corn holio Watch trading portfolios Watching all these clown ass peeps They doing clown ass shit Inside this clown ass ego Making clown ass bits Not been down since day one in survival mode So come fuck around and get your clown ass kicked We ain't got no fucking idea, do we? Mimicking someone else's ideas Till we make it to the big top Then the market pops Even if we wanted to Yo, this shit ain't never gonna stop We ain't got no fucking idea, do we? Mimicking someone else's ideas Till we make it to the big top then the market pops Even if we wanted to Yo, this shit ain't never gonna stop I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to stop this conversation But as you know, I'm very respected the validator on the, on the Cosmos chain And I have 1.4 Atom from my daily reward It's 50% of my validator And you know, I usually don't like to dump on the community And there might be the bad I think I've been around long enough to know the difference Between who's influencing and Who's getting grifted? Getting to the point, everyone is looking desperate, forgetting what it felt like to be well rested. And I don't stress this terror for we're no domestic. After living through the terror collapse, we battle tested. Most of us wreck with nothing left to invest with. So we build the attention economy as a last-ditch effort to take back the scepter. But the king ain't going out without a fight or a final lecture. So the mission is confidential, no witnesses. And that's the main reason the shit is hit or miss. Everybody came here to get rich quick. Then the well dried up, now they thirsty as shit It should come as no surprise in the silly biz Me casa su casa, but that ain't how it really is We ain't got no fucking idea, do we? Mimicking someone else's ideas till we Make it to the big top, then the market pops Even if we wanted to, yo, this shit ain't never gonna stop We ain't got no fucking idea, do we? Mimicking someone else's ideas till we Make it to the big top, then the market pops Even if we wanted to, yo, this shit ain't never gonna stop the reason why you're an NFT is it's pretty clear, I think everyone in the audience would, uh, would agree with me, um, and soon people just DM me this, is because liquidity. You think you can make more money from NFT, uh, basically speculators, running up the price, and essentially the core team can mint NFTs out of nowhere and dump them. I mean, that's the truth. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to stop this conversation, but as you know, I'm very respect the validator on the, on the Cosmos chain. I have 1.4 Atom from my daily reward, it's 50% of my validator, and you know, I usually don't like to dump on the community. Oh, and I see we have our friend from TerraSpaces, Finn, who's going to be recording this space. Uh, it will live on for the rest of your lifetime, so if you say anything compromising, yes, you see might come after you and use this space as proof. We've seen it happen before. It's not a joke. It's a little bit of a joke that the SEC listens to these spaces. And there might be the fad. <laughs> hey, kids. It's... Yo, buddy. It's a Joshi Nakabozo. <laughs> oh, boy, I got a coin for you to invest in. That's right. It's called Put My P*** In You. Let's go.
Two spaces. Two spaces.